0: Your goal is to create happy customers who mm. then create other happy customers. So congratulations. Here's what I'm doing. The best of the best have won selling, going, going, gone. So congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months? Here are five quotes that are going to have a profound impact in your life. They help my business life. And I'm telling you, by the way, can I can I just say to you whenever I speak to you please understand I always speak to you From a position of someone that has tried the things I'm talking about, right? Because at the moment, you know what I'm noticing? There's a lot of people that have decided that they're going to become leadership experts. There's a lot of people that have decided that they're going to become self-proclaimed experts in a field. And I'm saying to you, never ever follow instructions from someone who has not gone to that destination. Please remember... When I'm talking to you, I'm speaking to you about things that I've tried and trusted and many other times I have failed. I have failed in these things because I can say to you, it's in failure that you learn and then what actually happens is the lesson is what you learn. That's the past. Execution is when you apply the lesson and that's the future. And that's what I'm talking to you. I'm really hoping that you're going to be listening to stuff that have I've done wrong, that I've learned, and the first one I want to talk to you about is this, what you do has far more greater impact than what you say, remember that, what you do has far more impact than what you say, this my friends, hello Lisa Novak, this my friends, and by the way, this applies to you Lisa, because you know what, you went into real estate sales this year, and you've been smashing it, And what I'm saying to you, that a lot of the times the most useful thing that you can do as a business person is be the change you want to make happen in your business. Be the change, be the change, right? And what I'm saying is this, for parents out there, remember this. Kids are very bad at following advice, but they're very good at imitating. Remember that. So don't waste too much of your time trying to get people to change. You know how hard it is to change yourself. What are the chances that you're going to change another person? My advice is be the change you want to make happen. So I'm saying to you, change begins with you. What actually happens is your behavior is the catalyst that changes another person. Hello, Mark Novak. How are you going? Really looking forward to seeing you very soon as well. So, gang... The first one, and by the way, all these came out of a book by Stephen Covey, Dr. Stephen Covey. And the first one is, what you do has far greater impact than what you say. Changed my life. Changed in the way that I manage people. Why? Because people then copy what you do, not what you say. Always remember, audio must match your video. Let's move on to number two. Number two And I know that for some of you are going to say, okay, a little bit, you know, airy-fairy. And that is, we are not human beings on a spiritual journey. We are spiritual beings on a human journey. And I say this, not in any way of uh, religious uh, suggestions. I say this because you just got to look at the mathematics, look at the science, And basically, think about it. You came onto this planet on a specific date. You're leaving this planet on a specific date. You don't know when that date is going to be and you also don't know how you're going to die. But you are. So, let me just run through some basic mathematics. The chances of being born is one in 400 trillion. So, you've come along as a human being right? So there have been millions that have come before you. Now think about all these people that never get on here. Think about, you know, even think about miscarriages, okay? Think about miscarriages. You have already, you know, won the major lottery, right? So you must always be moving through life with this attitude of gratitude the whole time. And there's a lot of people that get fucking whingy and complaining, you know, the type that have got a, a, a problem for every solution. Hey, Listen to me for a moment. The world owes you nothing. It was here first. You need to have that belief in your head. You came on after the event. That's the first thing. The second thing is you've got to understand is that um, growing old is a privilege that many people won't have. In many countries, people only live to 50 years of age, right? So I suppose what I'm saying is understand this concept that you have come to life, you've got to have an attitude of gratitude, you've got to understand that we are all separate, but at the same time, we are all connected, right? And understand 100% this, that you're going to leave this planet, right? You're going to leave this planet and there will be millions that'll come after you. Not millions, billions. There's 8 billion people already, there have been billions before you. And all I'm saying is this. When you begin to think and act within of a spiritual context, what actually happens is you become far more compassionate to other people. And the next thing that happens is you lose your arrogance. Because arrogance, my friends, is basically saying, I was born this smart, fuck you to everyone else. No, nah, That's not what a smart person does. A smart person says, thank you, whoever, who put me on this place, on this time, on this planet, with my brain, I've got to be grateful for what I've got. And if you're not prepared to be happy with what you've got now, what makes you think you'll be happy with any more? Think about that. I'm going to move off that topic. The third quote that helped my life a lot was this. The main thing, is to make the main thing, the main thing. I'll say it again. The main thing is to make the main thing, the main thing. Too many people, too many people deviate. Too many people start and never finish things. Too many people major on the minor. Too many people actually have got lots of ideas but never execute it. You know, I hear it all the time. Last week, a guy was telling me a story about, you know, another idea he's had. I said to him, mate, when is one of these ideas gonna bloody take off? When is one of the ideas you're gonna bloody execute? I've heard this story over, over and over again. Man, listen to me. The main thing is to make the main thing the main thing. Get yourself a little three by five card, get super clear. And I'm telling you straight, most people do not need therapy, they need clarity, right? And get yourself a three by five card. And then what you want to do is my next lesson here tonight, and that is to begin with the end in mind. To begin with the end in mind. When you get, you know, when you've got the end, in mind what actually happens is you have the law of linkage because what it basically says is that you'll do actions and your behaviors will be in sync with the end picture that you want a little bit like the person that puts a jigsaw puzzle together when you put a jigsaw puzzle together what you do is you look at the you know the jigsaw on the back of the box you look at the picture because what you want to do is make sure that you're super clear that when you're putting the pieces together that they start having some logical sequence because you've actually got a view of what you want that final picture to be so then all of a sudden you begin to realize how important it is to get clarity on what you want that final picture to look like so man i've got to tell you you can do this with anything do this with your 12 month income goal like let's do it real estate, real estate. You want to write 500,000. You turn around and say, I want to write 500,000. Okay, I want to write 500,000. And let's assume that you know that my average commission that comes in is 25 grand. You know that you've got to do 20 deals. 20 deals a year, you say, hey, okay, for me to do 20 deals a year, I need to list 25 properties. 25 properties, divide that by 12, that's just over two listings per month. So what we do is we round it up to three listings a month. And all of a sudden, you have got this law of linkage. Hey, I want to write 500, it's going to earn me 250. What I've got to do is actually work out the jigsaw puzzle. What do I need? 20 sales, 25 listings, that becomes two listings a month. By the way, in the real estate gym, just go off and do your own blueprint. It's in, your, um, in, 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 in the guide that we've sent out to all our people, the success journal, but it's also in the real estate gym. And what you do is you turn around and you've got clarity each month on what you've got to do. Why? Because we know that what you measure, you manage. And that becomes very critical. And all of a sudden, we begin to realize that life is actually not that hard because it's actually very predictable what to do, right? So the question is not whether are you able, the question is are you willing, right? So gang, I'm saying to you, begin with the end in mind and understand the main thing is to make the main thing the main thing. Let's move on. Number three, this changed my life. This statement, have a listen. I am not a product of my circumstances, I am a product of my decisions, What is this basically saying? Things get better by choice, not by chance. Too many people turn around and say, hey, it's not my fault. I was born in an area where my father left me and I ended up living in a suburb that's got a high unemployment rate and um, I had no money. We struggled and that's the best I can do. That is a person that's got what I call a fixed mindset. What is a person that's got a growth mindset? A person with a growth mindset says, hey, listen, I was brought up in an area that was uh, not great and I don't want to live in that area. What I want to do is actually go upgrade my life. And you know what? I was brought up with a broken household and you know what? I want to end the pattern of fucking divorces in my fucking family that's happened after generation after generation after generation. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to do it now. And then what they'll turn around and say is the same person will say, you know what? Yes, I had a fat father and I had a fat mother, but I'm also going to fucking turn around and say, you know what? My weight and my health and my fitness has got more to do with what I put into my mouth and what I do as exercise than the fact that I'm going to turn around and say that I've just got fat genes. All I'm saying is there's two groups of people, a group of people that say that they've got what I call a fixed mindset. And a group of people that have got a growth mindset. And the people that have got a growth mindset are basically saying that, hey, you know what? If nothing changes, nothing changes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to begin the change. I'm going to be the catalyst to the change. I'm actually going to change my behavior. And I'm telling you straight, no one is going to come to the rescue. You've got to save yourself. Malcolm Turball not going to save you. Remember that. No one's going to save you. Your mum's not going to save you. Your loser girlfriend's not going to save you. No one's going to save you. You've got to save yourself. And that begins with you looking in the mirror and going to say to yourself, fuck it, enough of my bullshit story. I'm going to let go of old beliefs and I'm going to rock up to life with a new set of eyes. That's what the world wants from you. The world wants for you to be your best you. Upgrade your thoughts and you upgrade your life. Change your story and you change your life. Gang, I want to move on to my, I think it's, uh, I think that was it. Begin with the end in mind. I'm not the, you know, things get better by choice, not by chance. So gang, I'm just going to share with you. I'm going to have another sip of my beer. Mm. I love Coronas. Anyway, I've calmed down after that. So what's the one habit? What's the one habit, guys and girls, that I've been, you know, look, I've been working really hard at it. And that is, ironically, let me just tell you the irony of my life. I turned around and I wanted to be very successful for one reason. And that was to have freedom, right? So I always thought to myself, you know what? Work your ass off. Hustle you know, grind, make money, make money. And what actually happens is then you can choose to do what you want. You can holiday what, when you want. You can do the things that you choose to do, all that sort of stuff. Here's the irony. I built a business model, basically, that requires me. I'm not an Apple shop. You know, I don't have a rent roll of 4,000 properties. You know, I'm not a McDonald's business. The product is me. So ironically, the freedom that I wanted, like the money's there and the work's there. More than I can ever handle. But the freedom's not there because everyone wants more of you because you are the product. So one of the things I've had to learn over the last couple of years is this, learning to say A clean, very fast no. And the reason why is I have a tendency to want to make other people happy. I have a tendency to want to actually help another person. I have a tendency to actually think, you know what? Like, I'll just do it, you know. It's not going to take me a lot of time. But the bottom line is this. Every time I say yes to something, I'm also saying no to something else. Even if that no, even if that no means that I'm just sitting watching sport on TV, like the way I see it is this, sitting and watching sport on TV is not a waste of time if you enjoy it. It means it's something that, you know, is a luxury. So one of the things I've, you know, and and I, I just have got to tell you, I simply cannot handle the amount of auction requests that come in. I simply cannot handle the amount of training requests that come in. I simply cannot handle the amount of coaching inquiries come in. I simply cannot handle the amount of speaking engagements that come in. It's out of control, right? And this is in Australia, New Zealand, and also in the UK, So what I've had to do is slowly learn to say an early, quick no. And I'll tell you why it's got to be an early, quick no. Because if you don't say an early, quick no, and you say something along the lines of this, and it's got to be a clean no, because you turn around and say no, like, no, look, you know when someone invites you to something and you say, no, I can't do it because I've got my daughter's, you know, graduation day, What you notice you'll do is when you say no, you create a reason as well. Big mistake. Don't give a reason. It should be no, doesn't work. End of story, right? You don't say end of story. You just say no, it doesn't work. An early, quick no. And I'll tell you why. Because there are many times I've said to people, hey, it doesn't work for me now, but talk to me in three months. They diarize it and call you in three months' time. You said I should call you, you said we'd be able to meet up. Or you said I'd call you and you'd be able to coach me. Or you said I'd call you and you said you'd come to our office and you'd do this session. I have to say to you, learn to say no. It will liberate you. The only time, the only time that I will actually end up saying yes to things, even though deep down... I actually think to myself, oh, listen, you know, I, I don't want to sort of, you know, it's going to actually impede in my life is when it's got to do with something that is important to me as a cause. Example, uh, a cancer charity requiring uh, an MC or an auctioneer. Um, so I find it difficult to say no to that because I know that I'm the benefactor of people that have raised money in previous years and Drugs that I've gone on have been a result of other people's activities that they've done. So I feel, again, this is a spiritual connection owing people, right? We're all connected. And um, I just feel to myself, I can't say no. But why am I saying this to you guys and girls? Because I'm going to say to you, the minute you make the main thing the main thing, the minute you have what I call the beginning, the, uh, beginning with the end in mind, The minute that you begin to realise that things get better by choice, not by chance, and the minute they begin to realise that you've got to learn to say no, because something's really weird about life, and that is, you know what? A lot of people act on the things that are the loudest, but a lot of the time they're not the most important. And the smartest people that I know is this. They're able to work out what's important and what's just firefighting. Because you've got to become intelligent enough to know that 20% of the stuff you do brings 80% of the results. Yet a lot of people focus on the 80%. Why do they do that? Because it's easy. Because they scream louder. But they're not as important to you. What I'm saying, get clear. Understand. You want to live a life by design, not a life by accident. And if you don't choose to live your life, you might end up living someone else's. Thank you. God bless you from Hawaii. And a big shout out to the Uber driver that took us to um, our hotel tonight from uh, the barbecue. Elijah, what a great guy. Super guy. If you're in Hawaii, seek him out. He probably will post a comment on here. You know, Super, super guy. I just love it when you meet someone that, you know, has got all heart. Thank you so much. Gang, signing off. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8 30 pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next?